Welcome to the Universe is Talking podcast. I'm your host, King. And I'm your host, Aja. And we would like to welcome you to season three of the Universe is Talking podcast. We're going to go right into our first episode today. And today's title is Who Does He Choose? The Domestic Type or the Better Lover? That's not the title that I chose. I chose Who Does He Choose? The woman who cooks for him or the woman who sucks him the best. That's the real title. Make sure that you know that that's the real title for real. There's always got to be some shit. I'm here to start my shit all season long. This ain't season two. I'm on some new shit this season. I did a lot of research, by the way. All of my research, I'm telling you now, has come from the book The Prince by Machiavelli. Everything that I will be saying this season will not be one of my stories is not one of Q's stories this time is all from the book Machiavelli of Machiavelli wrote called the prince all right so according to Machiavelli's research who does he choose the domestic type or the better lover aka the woman who feeds him or the woman who sucks him the best Machiavelli said he don't give a fuck who suck him the best. That's what Machiavelli said. Who cares about who suck him the best? Because that's the easiest thing to find. The, the sex is the easy part, especially for the man, because we'll go through the trial and error of finding a woman who has the best fruit for us, whatever that fruit might be. Some men might just need sea fruit and be perfectly fine and content with that. Some men might get D fruit and think that D is an A and they they just don't know any better. So that's the best that they could ever hope for. And that's cool with them. And then some men who need the A will go on their great discovery, traveling the entire world, looking for A fruit, if that's what they need. And of course, with the A fruit comes A sucking of his fruit in turn. And again, this is all based on what I researched by Machiavelli, but <laughs> but if he needs someone to suck him the best, that's going to be the easiest thing to find. The NFL draft is like March or April. In this draft of who will suck me the best and or fuck me the best, we will draft you March, April, May, June, July. Start cutting off the draft around August. That's a whole lot of playtime for us to figure out who's going to suck us the best if if that's all we were looking for to begin with. But the woman who cook for us, she starts to look like a first-round scout. We might even trade a few draft picks for that woman who's going to suck us the best. She might become the franchise player because... I'm sorry, I might have said who suck us the best, but for the woman who feeds us, that's what I meant to say. The woman who feed us, we might make her the franchise player. And and that's sports talk, to put it away from sports talk. When you're the franchise player, you're the one. If you're feeding us, because that's an intangible that separates the regulars from something special cooking those meals because every man had a grandmother in their life, hopefully. 
or a great grandmother in their life, hopefully, or a mother, sister, aunt, whatever it might be. Every man had some woman in their life when they were growing up from being a boy to approaching manhood who was cooking for them. And those meals were top shelf. We've never tasted this type of food ever in our life because at that point, we never been to any special restaurants, no matter what basic restaurants we might have been. We might not have even been to those type of restaurants yet. All we know is this cooking and this cooking right here is what sustained us for our entire life. So when we get into manhood and then we find that type of cooking again, you taking us back to what we know from when we was going up, growing up, that grandma's cooking, that that good time, that family time that made everybody come together in love and happiness and be happy to be around each other. and experience joy and stories that will live on throughout the test of time for generations to come, even for the children that were not there to, to experience it and, and taste the food and see all of the family at that time, however the family might have been at that point in time. The elders for the children who were around to see it will hear stories of how grandma used to cook and this is how grandma used to cook and everybody used to come together and get grandma's food and when we find a woman that's going to be our partner that's going to make that type of food that's willing to experiment with the recipes and it still come out good and or great you're not going to be able to keep us away from you <laughs> it don't matter which one of them little pill popping holes come along trying to play their little games. And I'm going to reference pill popping holes a whole lot because around chapter 23 in, in The Prince, Machiavelli apparently came across a whole bunch of pill popping holes. And around chapter 27, he was just completely disgusted with these pill popping holes. That stood out to me. So I'm going to reference pill popping holes a whole lot this season. Just deal with me as best as you can, please. But that woman who's been cooking for this man, who's been cooking him his steak, his lamb, his vegetables, how he like his vegetables, who've been baking his potatoes, who've been making him his shrimp and grits and all of those other dishes she's been making. I mean, she might even throw some lobsters in the pan, some lobster tail in, in the pan for him and get him right with that. He ain't leaving her. He don't even know how to spell the word leave when it comes to trying to leave her. That's just part one of what I'm saying. When I get to part two, you can forget everything I just said. But that's part one. For now, for now, we're going to choose the woman who feeds us the best. Okay. Um, I hear what you're saying. I think that a woman who is willing to cook and take care of her man, I mean, not just get into the kitchen but put her heart and her soul into her food. Like she is actually cooking love for her man, for her family is one that's going to love him because it's a very unselfish thing to cook. I mean, to truly throw down in the kitchen, it's an unselfish thing because people get into the kitchen all the time and just throw something together, you know, just to eat. It's, it's like one thing just to cook to eat, but it's another thing to cook because you're trying to cater to someone's spirit in their soul. 
And I know in this season, you're going to be a mess. But <laughs> if people who have been listening for the first two seasons don't already know, I'm the balance to that. Um, I'm calm. So <laughs> I'm going to say I would always want a man to choose someone who can give them both. Because either side of him, either part of him will be dissatisfied if he can't get both. Like something is not going to be taken care of if he cannot get both from that woman. And granted, some people have a solution for that. They have multiple partners, whether everybody knows or it's a secret, whatever. But if you're looking for that one when you said the one, if you're looking for that one where you can always come and be with this person and get everything you need, regardless of whatever else is going on in your life, I would want him to choose someone who can provide him with both the good sex and someone who puts their heart and soul into their food. Because both things says a lot about the woman. And earlier you were talking about fruit and those of our, you know, watchers, listeners, whatever that are new to the podcast may need to go back to season two. It might've been episode one where we talked about sex rankings um, to get an idea of what those, the A, B, C's and D's. But also you said an A fruit would likely yield an A sucking. And I beg to differ. Um, I've heard from men. I've talked to men who have said there's been good pussy, but there ain't been good head. And so if there's no guarantee because having a good pussy, the quality of having a good pussy is a quality that a woman may or may not be in control of. It may just be the her biological makeup the way that she feels inside. And this is me coming from a woman's standpoint and I will never speak for men, but she may just have the qualities of being warm, wet, constantly wet, you know, receptive during sex. Like those are her qualities, but it's not anything she's doing. She's not necessarily a great performer. She's not necessarily a selfless lover. She just has a physical <laughs> aspect to her that feels great. So it's a fruit, but she may have no skills beyond that. She may be good at laying there and being a welcoming place and giving him something that he physically desires when he enters her. Then outside of that, what does he do? Again, sucking dick is a selfless act for a woman. She is wanting to take care of him. She may be getting off on it, but she is pleasuring him. That's a selfless act. So to me, again, going back to what I said, I would want a man who chooses, I would want a man to choose both for himself because he's either going to, if he chooses one and not the other, he got good food, but then he's like, when it's time for them to, their food's digested, they don't take in their showers and they in bed, roll, you know, rolling around, he's dissatisfied or he's entering her and it feels great but maybe that day all he wants is his dick suck and that's not something she either does or she doesn't do it well or she, 
she sucks. I'm not disputing your point. I just want to say one thing. Okay. A whole lot of Super Bowls have been won with bad quarterbacks. Again, I'm not disputing your point. I'm just saying, because I do agree with what you're saying, but there are some Super Bowls that can be won without the franchise quarterback. I'm not going to disagree because, you know, how can I? You know this better than I know. I'm saying you have temporary games. You got, when you're talking Super Bowl, a Super Bowl is one for a season. Now, granted, the recognition, the ring, the trophy, the the thing that says that you won, the record book that you won, it all goes down in history as you won that Super Bowl. But when what happens as soon as that season ends, you're preparing for a new season, right? Mm-hmm. So she may win the Super Bowl that season, but the following season, we got a whole new set. We got a draft. We got a whole new, you know, uh, preseason games. We got games. There's a whole bunch of things that are happening that following season where she may not be winning the Super Bowl for that season. Don't be smiling. We'll so talk my, about that when I get to my second point. But but what I'm saying is, I agree. I'm I, always I focused agree. with a lifetime thing because these games, these little temporary games, they may be pleasurable for a period of time. And some people just love to play the game and that's their thing. They just play games. But I'm talking when we're talking marriage, like life partnership, hopefully that's not a temporary game. Hopefully that's a game that you're playing for life. So if you're playing this marriage game for life, who are you going to want to choose to have a lifetime with? That's what I'm answering. A lifetime with someone who's going to give you all those things because you don't want when the Super Bowl to be over for you to now be like, okay, so what's next? Okay, you you cooked all this food. Great. My dick is dry or my dick is wet. But when I come home, there's nothing in the pot or what's in that pot don't taste too good, you know, or. I just really like I had a stressful day. I'm tired. I really don't have Hold it. Up. You, in just, me. you just made me mad now. Why the, why the food don't taste good now? Because she may not be the domestic type. And I'm not saying there's wrong anything wrong. I, I like to speak to women. I'm not getting on y'all if you are not great cooks. I'm not getting on y'all if y'all don't have a fruit. I don't judge people, you know, for who they are. You are who you are. That's it. But no, you don't got a fruit or b fruit. If you What'd got you b fruit, if you you can hear me, what you say? I said I'm gonna talk shit about you if you don't have a fruit or b fruit. If you have, if you have d fruit, oh, we gonna talk some shit. I'm gonna be on Twitter talking my shit because I can't understand how this happened to me. How did I come across some goddamn d fruit? Because D is actually an F. So, yeah, I was just not going to talk about you. But King, King going to have a whole lot to say about this goddamn D and F fruit. I've already given my advice on what women can do with C and D. Um, we yeah, talked about that, that last season. Huh? Get them a man that don't care about it. Get, dude, that's what they do. And cook. Oftentimes, and I'm going to say this right here, even though this is not what this show is about, Oftentimes, D is about the man. 
that can be a whole nother show, you know, but if a, if a vagina, a pussy is not responding, oftentimes it's about the man and, um, you know, him not taking the time, him not doing the things that he needs to do, her not feeling fully comfortable with him, all those things can contribute to it not being a good sexual experience for her and for her body to open up and respond. But that again is another show. We're going to get back to this topic about. Don't let me take you off. Course, you know, if you let me, I'm going to have us talking about 50 different things in one topic. <laughs> you are taking me off course, but what I'm saying is I just think a man should think a little bit more futuristic and select someone for himself that will fully satisfy him. And not every man is the same. So not everything will he require. Some men will not need or desire a woman to cook for him. He's perfectly content, you know, not having home cooked meals, not having someone cater to his soul in that way. She may have other qualities that, you know, reach that level for him. But there are men who need a home cooked meal like that is part of his home experience. That's what makes him feel good. And if she's unable to provide that type of environment, like you said, like that grandma, mom, aunties, like that feeling that he received as a child, then he may not be satisfied with her from day to day, regardless of how good the sex is. We agree. OK, I'll let you get to your next point. All right, so first let me just say Machiavelli said that the game is always being played. Always, always. And we know exactly which game we're playing and with whom we're playing which game. So we know who is feeding us and we know who's only fucking us right. We know who's who. We also know who's trying to set the trap for us by trying to cook for us because she knows she cooked for us. She got us. <laughs> I'm going to introduce the rules on this, on this podcast. Cause I don't think I ever gone over the rules before on this podcast. I don't have a, yeah. You know, the rules from when we first started the zone and I used to always talk about the rules, but anyway, I don't have a number for this particular rule. The same one of the high ones, but, we're not going to let everybody cook for us. That's what we're not going to do. And when I say we, I'm talking about men. We are not going to let you cook for us because you ain't the wife. Only the wife can cook for us. If you are not the wife, your job is to fuck us, suck us, be gone. We'll see you again when we see you. Don't call me. Don't text me. Don't say my name in your brain. Don't think about me when you're playing with any of your toys on the side or none of that. When I summon you, then you come. Literally. Outside of that, you are not desired. You are not wanted. I'm not even thinking of you. I'm I'm with the wife. Don't offer to cook for me. I'm not falling for your little evil plans and traps. No, thank you. I've been running these running back drills in between the cones, dodging your little food. No, you're not going to get me caught up. Because now I've I've had your food and your food is good too. But now I got to go back home and her food is good too. So now I got to eat two times to act like I didn't eat the first time just to keep everything normal the way I normally been do it, doing it. Now I'm fat and shit. 
I can't even fuck my wife the same because you've been feeding me good, but she's been feeding me good. And now I'm really just messed up in the head about what's going on here. So no, we're not eating everybody's food. We are eating the wife's food. Jay-Z had a lyric. The problem is you do, you do treat the one that you loving with the same respect that you treat the one that you humping. We separate now is 2021. We're gonna separate all of that. If we are only humping you, we are only humping you. Do not feed us. We're not even going, we're never ever ever gonna tell you to feed us. Only the wife gets that high praise in our life. That's just a continuation of part one. Because now in part two, I'm gonna tell you, forget everything I just said, right? Okay. Even if this franchise player is a goddamn headache she don't know how to shut the fuck up sometimes all the time she just want to talk 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 for no goddamn reason when we're trying to watch the game watch the fights figure out our money moves and all of that she a goddamn headache you and your food can be released from this team we might trade you we might release you we might let you last into the end of your contract but whatever the case might be if you are that much of a headache we ain't choosing you or the food. And once we get to that point, the food might not even taste the same. Maybe. I'm lying because the food is still good as hell. And after we release you, we might still come back and get some food, to be honest with you. But you got to go. You too much of a goddamn headache. We ultimately are going to choose whatever the piece is at. The piece is more important than sucking my dick the right way. I just got to take you back to, to season one real quick with that one. And the piece is more important than feeding me the right way. The piece trumps all of it. So, yeah, you might have been the franchise player coming out of the draft, but look at Big Ben this season, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about that. I know you're not. Yeah, let's go there. Ben was the man for a whole lot of years. But it's 2021 now, and he might not you might not deserve that franchise spot anymore you did great for the franchise previously i know you didn't say you you're not talking about me i'm never talking about you right i'm never talking about anyone in particular this is just me and machiavelli i'm just stating on this show whatever spot i got when my man is deserved i give all the peace that's my that's my man right there. He, he liked to eat. That's my man right there. Tell him I said hi to him. I will. But you might have been great for the franchise. We are the franchise. And I'm not saying that you women are not the franchise also. I'm just talking from a man's perspective. You, as the woman, might have been great for the franchise the first five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve years. But as I just said, we are talking about a lifetime here. Let's continue to grow. Let's continue to love each other. Please continue to feed me, but also please continue to give me the peace that I need. Because if you don't, King said, it don't matter no more that your food was the best. We just find somebody else that got best food again. You might have won your draft class during your draft class. But that new draft, if you was a headache, that new draft will be perfectly fine for us. We'll start the clock right back over and draft for the franchise for the next 20 years of our life. 
But this goes into what I was saying about choosing a woman who gives you all those things. And that's what I'm not saying that a woman who cooks great and caters to the soul will always be the peaceful woman. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that there are qualities about women who cook from the soul. There are qualities about a woman who takes care of her man. There are qualities about a man who appreciates a woman who does those things for him. I think that um, to really give some credit to the women who are watching, who do all these things for their men and haven't been appreciated, oftentimes they become non-peaceful, okay? So I know that's not the topic of this show, but I'm just pointing out, a woman can do all these things. She can be beautiful. She can dress good. She can smell good. She can talk, you know, about any and everything. She can love sports genuinely. She can be good around his friends. She can be quiet. She can be thoughtful, caring. She can cook. She can give the bomb-ass pussy and bomb-ass head. And if a man is making life stressful for her, she ultimately will not be peace for him because she's not at peace. She may have had peace when she entered that relationship, but he has become a problem for her. And so she is no longer peace because he is not appreciating all of the good loving that she has provided for him. So I'm just pointing out that sometimes a woman is not peace because he is not peace for her. I'm all for women taking care of their men. I mean, it's one of those things that I love. I love caring for the people I love. And I'm not just talking about the man that I'm with. I'm saying people I love, I care for in any kind of way, any kind of way from deep in my soul and my spirit. But if I'm taken for granted, if someone takes advantage of me, someone doesn't appreciate that I'm bringing all these things to the table, then am I going to continue that or am I going to start to be a problem? by expressing what I feel, by withholding sometimes. And I'm not saying me personally. I'm saying that women often will withhold things because they feel like, well, shit, I'm giving you all this stuff and you're not noticing it or you're not appreciating it. I'm not going to give it to you no more. You don't want it, apparently. So I think that giving voice to those women who are watching is important because this male-dominated conversation about um, what men want has me thinking about what women need in order to provide to feel safe in that environment to keep and continue to provide those things maybe that should be a topic too it, it should be it should definitely be a topic because i think that women are often tired from doing all of that and not receiving that recognition especially in a situation where the man is running a draft <laughs> and um she is one of multiple people and she maybe she doesn't know that she is or maybe she does but she's been the top runner now i'm gonna say this it speaks to something you mentioned earlier i mentioned machiavelli mentioned it okay yeah machiavelli Mm -hmm. um mentioned that sometimes people do these things in order to be a distraction 
So a woman may decide, okay, you know, I want to start cooking for him because she's trying to lure him closer into her. And those kind of games are played all the time. I would say that um, every tense muscle must relax. I've said this to you before privately in our conversations, but every tense muscle must relax. So women and men often do things in the beginning that they don't intend to continue to do, or maybe they hope to continue, but it's not in their nature to continue. So eventually it falls off, it wears off. And um, one of those things is cooking. One of those things is having a frequent sexual schedule. Um, All these things like could disappear because this person isn't naturally inclined to do these things really doesn't want to do it, but they're trying to impress this man and want him to be around. So they do these things to keep him close. And I would just hope my advice for men and for women who are experiencing this with men who are, you know, impressing them with things is to wait, you know, give it time because eventually he and she will show who they truly are over time. They'll show whether or not they are in it this is what they're doing for i'm sorry oh, i thought i thought that was me but i, <laughs> I didn't think it was it's me like but i, I put it. on a do not disturb shit it's all right. well, why you why are you doing that let me just say uh as as a man some of us don't have nothing but time go ahead and play whatever game you go and play with us go ahead and cook the best for us go ahead and suck the best for us Go ahead and fuck the best for us. Whatever. We ain't got nothing but time to figure out if this is really you or if this is just what you're trying to do to get us. And we'll go however far we need to go prior to marriage to get all the answers we need to get. Once we have all the answers, that's when we'll make our final decision. The fi- the, the, the answers might be given fast three months to 24 months. The answers might take a little bit more time. It might be more than 24 months to 72 months type of thing. Whatever the case might be, though, some of us don't have nothing but time to wait and figure this thing out. Some of us might speed, might do 75 and a 25, trying to get to this destination faster than we should have and find out the hard way that we going to jail (laughs) because we shouldn't have been doing 75 and 25 to begin with. And what I'm saying is we should have never married this woman within three to six months of knowing this woman, because now here we are 16 months down the line and we have discovered that we've married a monster. Yeah. Or just someone that doesn't make you happy. You should have listened to me and Machiavelli and waited. Yeah, she was talking a good one. She was doing a good one too. But can she do it over time? It's more than one season. I'm going to say game. I know some people don't like when I say game, but it's more than one season in this game that we're playing. If you you are the right one, this game can last for a lifetime. 
the game could be very, very, very fun. We could start doing shit together that you have never done before, that we have never done before, because you are the one that we've chosen, because I am the one that you've chosen. We are now discovering shit that we've never even thought of doing with other people before, or it might have only been thoughts prior, but because we are such a great match, <laughs> it's just happening with us now. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something you said earlier that I wanted to I wanted to touch upon before we lost it, and it was um it may take 20 something months it may take whatever i think and this is some advice that i've given as you know i counsel a lot of women um privately it's not something that i do in the open it's the, it's an intimate thing but one of the things we've got to be willing to do is when people show us who they are we should believe them i know that's a quote you know, and it's it, it often goes around. But I mean, we need to apply it to our lives in the sense that oftentimes we're waiting for this person to show us something different when they have shown us who they already are. They've given us all the signs that they're either selfish, they're a liar, they're unstable, um, they're not good at you know, X, Y, Z, like they've shown it to us. But because in, in the situation where you're talking about where you're playing this game and you're given several seasons in the game, they're just like going round and round, spinning round and round, getting new opportunities, for instance, to do the same shit that they've done already. And so here's the thing. The Steelers are, are poor this year. All right. It's 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 not a good look. And I that's very unfortunate for me because it's my team. But each game is an opportunity to learn from the previous game. But if you're a bad player, let's say I'm not a good player. I just don't have the ability to be what I need to be either ever or because in Ben's situation, he's aged, okay? And, like, he's not going to be the Ben from 10 years ago ever again. Like, he, this is Ben now. It doesn't matter if you're on the, the third or fourth game. He's not going to be a better Ben four games from now. He's going to be the Ben and only actually an older Ben, a more aged been than he was when he first started the game so i may learn some things from the the first few games of the season but my ability like who i truly am at my core is the same so you can keep giving me opportunity after opportunity to show you who i am and i may use some of the stuff that I've learned from the first few games in order to become a better person for you because I know now what you're looking for because you keep giving me opportunities. So I'm going to do everything I can to impress you with this shit because I know. I know you like to eat this kind of food. I know you like to fuck three, four times a week. I know that you like to come in the house and not be bothered for an hour. So I'm going to do all that stuff for you. And then... You know, but what will happen though? Because who I am is not me. 
that's not who I really am. I'm not really someone who's that quiet. I'm not really that person that's going to cook for you without you asking for it and cook for you in the way that you like it. It's not who I really am. I'm just acting. Every season you give me an opportunity, I act. And then I fucking show you who I am. And then you go, okay, I don't need you this season. I'm done with you. <laughs> like, that's it. You're not coming back for a while. I got some other people to put in your place for now. How many times do you give this person an opportunity to show you that they're not, they're just not cut for the game with you? And I'm speaking to women. That's what I'm saying. I counsel a lot of women because we allow people to stay in our lives, us especially. I'm not saying men don't, but I'm saying we grow attached. We fall in love before people even show us who they are. We fall in love with their potential all the time. We fall in love with some of the things they do to impress us. We be in love, like truly deep down in our soul, don't want to part, want, you know, writing their name in notebooks, little hearts and shit. We've been doing that since we were kids. We'll have dreams and aspirations with men who haven't even given us an opportunity to show us how he's going to be in a crisis situation. So then when the crisis situation shows up and he shows us, he ain't even thinking about your ass. He don't got you to do in the worst times. So how is this going to be your husband? But now you're attached. You've already made your, your heart is already set on this person. So now we have a hard time separating because we already fell in love. And now they're showing us they're not a good partner. So I'm saying to you women, who will you choose? A man who is going to cater to your soul, to your spirit that treats you like a lifetime partner, someone who includes you in life decisions, life altering decisions, someone who talks to you in good times and in bad times, someone who is willing to comfort you when you need it, someone who appreciates all the things that you do for him, a safe place for you. You going to choose him? Or the person that dicks you down and makes you feel good immediately and afterwards shows you he wasn't he wasn't worthy of your love and your attention. Do you let him go? You should. Because five years from now, it's not going to be different. You're going to go through cycles of time where he's going to show you something different for a period of time. But eventually he will fall back in his routine. Why? Because it's who he is. And yes, people change, they do. But once you allow them to treat you a certain kind of way, that's all they ever got to do with you. That's all they ever got to, because they know they can stay with you because you take it. You've shown them that. All right, I'm done. We good. We got a we got a lot of episodes to record. So in mm. like Delhi, you're just gonna leave it right there. We got more to say with the topics that's coming up. So you're done? Yeah, me and Machiavelli are done. We done. Before we um we exit out of here, I just want to say, because we didn't say it at the beginning, that I'm grateful for anyone who has been with us for the first two seasons and moving into this third season with us. I'm I'm grateful because King and I decided to take the conversations that we were already having with a group that we we um we run together and also 
our private discussions where we ask questions about relationships and just people in general, like the way that life is. We took those conversations and we brought them to you all and you decided it was worthy of you listening to and um, you engaging with us through a couple of seasons. And we're not always quick to come back each season because we live our lives. I mean, that's part of why we're able to talk about these things because King does his research, you know, Machiavelli this season. Um, I do my research and just living life and talking to women, you know, every single day. Um, so it gives us an opportunity to, to bring content to you all and not be something we're just pushing out because we want a new episode, but because this is real authentic shit that is happening that we're observing and that we're able to talk to you about, but we are just grateful. I am grateful. We are grateful um, that you are on this journey with us with the universe is talking. If you haven't already, um, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, also follow us on social media. Uh, look for universe talking on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook so that you can keep up with the new episodes. I just want to say before we close out that, yeah, like, like I just said, we are very grateful for each and every person that click on our podcast, no matter what platform it might be on and listen to us, talk to us, whether privately open in the public or whatever the case might be and and share with us, whatever it might be about the episode. You liked it. You didn't like it, whatever it might be. We're just grateful that you gave us a try because we're doing this for you. We, we are having these conversations already. Um, and to, uh, sometimes that's why it takes so long for us to come back in the season, because like like I just said, we are doing the research, but we're also having these conversations with our group. We're having these conversations in private and we end up having podcast episodes in our private conversations. And then we just try to bring it to you all so you can be a part of these conversations. Uh, what I, One thing that I do like about this podcast is that we give we're giving you real life in each episode mm -hmm. i know i know that i might be a bit much sometimes but this is really how it is for some people some men are really what i'm saying so i bring i have no problem with bringing that to the podcast and no matter how much you might think i am i am still reserving a whole lot <laughs> so yes <laughs> We just thank you for being a part of this show and we are very grateful and we are here with season three to present to you all. And we're not ending that season three. We still have a lot more to come. That's if we still make it. You know, I mean, don't we break up like every season some at some point? Yeah, of course, but we'll see. All right. Go ahead and close them out. Thank you all. <laughs>